This is a Clearview podcast. Welcome to this week's episode of Carpe Manana, the show where we talk about how to capture tomorrow today. From leadership strategies to ministry tips and everything in between, our whole goal is that you would receive the tools and resources that you need through our show to help you capture the hearts and minds of the next generation. We want to start this episode off introducing ourselves and letting you know what we do here at Clearview so you can know who's taking part in the conversation. So to my right is... Ebedon Shaw, and I'm in charge of preaching and leadership here at Clearview Church. And to my right... My name is Rebecca Shaw, and I'm in charge of administration and kids ministry here at Clearview. And to my right... John Galantis, I'm in charge of worship and media here at Clearview. And to my right... David Williamson, I'm in charge of student worship and technology here at Clearview. And to my right... Ryan Hill, and I'm in charge of congregational care and student ministry here at Clearview Church. And we want to talk to you about something that's really important, not just to us here at Clearview, but in any sphere of business, in anywhere that you find yourself. We're talking about the issue of time management today and how you can maximize your time, how you can make time work for you. And I know this is something that we talk about often here with the team, looking at the calendar, looking at strategies on how we can make the most out of our workday. Uh, Dr. Shaw, when when did this issue really come on the forefront for you, like thinking about the importance of managing your time and making time work best for you? For me, it was uh, when I was in graduate school and I would see professors and business eggs, you know, come and speak to the students or I would interact with them at a conference or some convention. And I was so amazed by how they were so productive you know, I mean, I knew I was writing papers every week and I was working uh, 20 hours, 30 hours a week and, and, you know, doing all, you know, taking care of a new family. But they had the same thing as well. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of responsibilities. They had jobs. They had, uh, you know, uh, 40 hours a week or more. And yet they were producing things like books and uh, uh, not podcast at the time. It was more like radio shows yeah. and writing articles and speaking at conferences. And that's when I realized there's something that's missing in how I'm doing things. Mm-hmm. And that really made me think, you know, there's something I need to do. And so that's when I began to learn about time management, about focus, um, you know, those kind of things. And I, I read a lot of books on them. On that, on that subject and talk to a lot of people to see what is it that you're doing? How, how do you manage your time? And I learned a lot. Was it something that like you had to uh, discipline yourself on or was it like, no, this is my mindset now. This is something that I want. So I'm going to, I'm going to adhere to it. Right. It all comes down to focus. Hmm. And what I mean by that is not just focusing on something, but what is your goal? What are you trying to achieve? If you do not have goals, if you do not have something, a vision that you're moving towards, there's no discipline will do nothing. Yeah. Because you can discipline yourself, but uh, so what? Mm. You know, so, oh, you put in 10 hours today in studying and reading. So what? Yeah. What is the goal? So tied to time management is also goals and visions of life yeah. that you have. I think that's interesting because you you typically hear people talk about the hustle or the grind as if the work that you put in is all that matters. Mm -hmm. But if I'm only putting in a lot of work and a lot of effort, at the end of the day, if I have nothing to show for it, or if I have very little to show for it, I haven't created something new, I haven't said anything worth saying, I've just worked myself to death. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not, I mean, my time may have been 
managed, but it wasn't really managed well. That's right. right. It's literally spinning your wheels like you're in a mud puddle with the car and the wheels are just turning yeah, you're and turning and you're nowhere. not going anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your I don't think I've ever heard the phrase, um, you don't want to just live. You don't want to just survive. You want to live. Yeah. Right. So yeah. surviving is no fun. That's yeah. right. Way more fun to live. Yeah. Filling your time is not the same as managing your time. Yeah. What what is what are the dangers of not managing your time well? I mean, it might seem obvious to some people who are listening, but there may be some things in there that we we aren't necessarily thinking like this is related to how you manage your time. Well, to me, uh, again, talking to these people, and some of them were business executives, uh, you know, <clears throat> owners of uh, Fortune 500 companies. Others were pastors who were very productive, mm-hmm. not necessarily a big church, but whatever their market was, you know, the small church or small town, they were doing a lot of things and, and they were maxing out their capacity. And then also professors who were writing books and articles on a regular basis and, and they were there. Talking to them, I realized that one thing they all did was, other than having a goal, a vision of what they were doing, what their calling was, they would then set a calendar. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so it's not just, hey, uh, three months from now there's a big conference coming up on such and such a subject, and this is my topic, and I have to present a paper. Okay. I'm gonna go about my life now. Yeah. No, they had deadlines they had set for themselves. So. By the end of this week, I'm going to go ahead and narrow down exactly what part of the topic I'm going to speak on. Mm-hmm. By next week, I want to have the skeletal outline of my speech mm-hmm. or my paper. Week after that, I'm going to start putting some time in the library, getting on, you know, online Atla and and see if I can go ahead and get some some primary sources down and secondary so they 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 would break things down like that Mm -hmm. and i realized you know i can have all these desires to write and speak but if it's not getting on the calendar and not just a date on the calendar but incrementally what am i working towards in the next week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, leading up to that day, it's not going to happen. I think that's something that helped me a lot in this these past few months because we talked about, and we've talked about on the podcast before, doing bigger projects where mm-hmm. the team starts to come out and and uh, produce. And so one of I knew one of our goals was to have an EP, like an like an actual album, a short album of original songs. But and that was that was one of the mistakes that I made was like by the end of summer we're going to have an EP. And then, like making that goal in January sounds great, but it's so broad. It's so it's mm-hmm. so it's too big. Because like, what are all like? When are the songs going to be written? When right. are they going to be reviewed? When is you know? When am I going to take them to Doctor Shaw and be like, hey, what do you think? When are we going to have the time to sit right. and talk about them? When yeah. is the praise team going to learn them? When are we going to record yeah. them? When are we going to mix and master them? Like all this stuff that goes into it. But I just have this big overarching goal, and by the end of the summer, arbitrarily, I'll have it done. Yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't work like that. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> well, you do want to set some big goals for yourself. So, I mean, if you don't hit that big goal, you've at least made progress or right. you've hit these other little goals. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're just sitting around. Definitely. Yeah. I think that's the key is is having that big goal in mind, but but knowing what other little smaller goals you got to hit along the way. That's going to keep you taking those steps moving forward instead of just this big nebulous concept out in the future. Like, hey, I want to get there one day but I don't know the first step that I need to take in order to make it to that point. Right. right. It's a statement. It's, it's, it's not what is important that gets done, 
but what's on the calendar, what gets on the calendar gets done. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So the things that are not very important that we put on the calendar, like, oh, a week from now, I'm going to go see my friend or, or two weeks from now, I'm going to this wedding or a month from now, we're going to this concert. Those things do get done amazingly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but oh, I got to finish this project or I have to get this paper done or, uh, you know, some project in the house that I need to get done. No, it's not going to get done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one thing that people neglect, uh, especially in day-to-day operations. I think people tend to think that the busier I am and the more that I'm moving, mm-hmm. the the more productive I am. Right. And I used to think that way. I used to like get to the end of uh, like worship team rehearsal and I'm running all over the place and I forgot to print this music. So I'm going to go print this. And I told them to print that music, but they didn't. And I didn't have a backup plan. And this person didn't bring their cable and this one got broken. And I forgot we moved that to the hub two weeks ago and haven't moved it back. So I would get home and I'd be exhausted and I would trick myself into thinking that it was a productive day. Then when I got back the next morning, I would look at the to do list and be like, I did four things and I had 10 to get done. Right. One yeah. thing that Kelsey and I have figured out, especially on play days, and when I say play days, I mean like performance days. Performance days. Uh, I, I always call like, them play days. I thought y'all had, we had, play, had like together. Yeah. Yeah. We we play together. Play days. Yeah. Play days. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> um, on performance days, we actually get started at eight o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and we go nonstop until nine, ten o'clock at night. So it's about it's about a it's about over a 12 hour day yeah. mm-hmm. um, from start to finish. And, but the thing is me and Kelsey sit down and we already know how that day is going to go. Like we talked about it yesterday Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's the performance is not until December 4th mm-hmm. and 5th, but we already know how the day is going to go. We have we every hour already out. planned out every to the minute. Every single hour. Mm-hmm. To, yeah. Literally to the minute we mm-hmm. know what's going to be happening yep. that day. Mm-hmm. Now we do have some wiggle room. We're like, okay, so if this doesn't happen, that's okay. It's fine. I would like for it to happen, but it's fine if it doesn't happen. So we have a few of those things where we're like, like okay. contingencies are planned in there. So to yeah. Speak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some of those things, you know, we won't know for sure until the week of that's okay. But regardless, we have our day planned out to a T mm-hmm. and that's when people, when people walk in, they are, they feel at ease mm-hmm. because they know, okay, these girls have it in. They have everything under control. They know mm-hmm. exactly where I need to be when I, when I need to be there. And so it grabs people's attention. It helps people respect you better. Mm-hmm. I think it also goes back to what we talked about a few episodes ago about creating capacity. And I like how, you know, you ladies talked about you've got the entire day planned out, but there's still, you're so on top of the game that even when things do go wrong, cause they will, mm-hmm. cause I've done where I've planned out mm-hmm. the entire day. And then something goes wrong up top that I didn't think about. And I was like, Oh, okay. That's going to mess the schedule up. So they're like, okay, but it happened. So I like I I think it also kind of goes back to creating capacity because when things do go wrong, you've got those people in place to go handle right, that. Right. So because that was the mistake I always made was like I would say, hey, everybody's responsible for bringing your music or bringing this, and they'd be like, okay, well I didn't. So now I've got to take. Okay, I'm gonna leave and go now. Now that mm-hmm. the leader's gone, everybody's milling around with no focus, no direction. Where if I'd had someone in place to do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It's or had copies ready, or had copies ready mm-hmm. because I know that people aren't going to bring them. That mm-hmm. whole thing could have been avoided, yeah. and the time could have been managed better. 
And I loved, I loved what you said about it put people at ease. Like, cause they knew that there was a plan. Yeah. They wouldn't have to wonder like, okay, what are we doing next? What's happening now? They knew that it there gets was rid a of plan questions. in place. Yes. Questions take breathe. up so much time, by the way. Yeah. Like One if of, you have things planned ahead of time, that's going to save you so much time on the back end because now you no longer have to answer questions because it's already spelled out ahead of yep. time. One yeah. of the best decisions that we made this year going into the mission trip for our student ministry mm-hmm. was including the schedule in the book. Yeah. Like yeah. Every 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 student got a workbook. Every leader had a workbook. And there was a schedule of the mm-hmm. day. This yeah. is what's happening every single day while you're here. So whenever anybody would be like, what are we doing now? Hey, well, hey, check your schedule. Check your schedule. Yeah. And there were, then that allowed for those times where, hey, we got to be a little flexible here because something came up. But it put people at ease and we could just relax and enjoy the trip as opposed to like, what's happening now? I don't know. Did we build in enough time for this? So. And I think that's important when you're when you're organizing people on a large scale too, because I mean you're talking about your your student group, but also just with the church. I mean, one of the things the girls do is they have they have the calendar in the bathroom, uh, like every single month. Mm-hmm. There's a calendar it's in, in the, the men's bathroom. bathroom too. It's yeah, in the men's it, bathroom. it's everywhere. It's in, <laughs> yeah, what I say? Well, it's not just the girls' bathroom. No, I'm saying the girls like you guys have done that. Oh, yeah. Like you've yeah. put them in bathrooms. <laughs> no, it's just. I don't know if the, the men look at the calendar, but it is there. <laughs> it is there. Yeah, I actually. Uh, well, I'm not going to go there. But <laughs> I. But I. Uh, that is, I think, important because <laughs> because it's putting what you're doing and what's coming up in front of people who may or may not be involved, but they know and yep. they mm-hmm. can't say that they didn't know. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And if I can add something to that, when in your organization, whether it's on a uh, bulletin board or in a on the website, the old calendars, and I know we're guilty of that too at times. That to me is a big turn off when I see somebody who has not even updated their calendar right yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. So you're looking at something from 2017. Okay. Or uh, an empty calendar mm-hmm. sitting there because your website automatically generates the calendar. So yeah, it is October 2021, mm-hmm. but there's absolutely nothing happening there. Yep. And there is something happening in your organization. You just don't have it up there. Yeah. So again, it's a shame. And more people check your calendar online than you think. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I've tricked myself yeah. into thinking that people yeah. weren't looking at no, our online they're calendar. Looking. Mm-hmm. They are. They're looking, and we need to make that a priority. Even even with us, you know, I don't think we're quite there because that gets dropped, and that does not need to get dropped. Yeah. You know, if if people are listening to our show today and they're thinking, you know, I, I realize that I need to capitalize on this. I, I right. see areas where I need to improve in this area of managing my time well. What are some resources or what are some kind of initial strategies to begin that process? So first things first, you need to take some time, take a week, take a take two weeks to kind of craft out what is your goal in life, okay? Whatever stage you are, whether you're a mom at home with little kids or, uh, you know, you are working in an office setting or you're you're you know, working in your own business, you own that business, or, or, you know, working in a church setting, ask yourself, what is your goal in life? And goal in life is much more than just, I want to have a big house, Mm -hmm. you know, or I want to, I want to own my own car, or I would love to see these kids grow up and, and really have a great time growing up. It's got to be more than that. What is, what did you want to accomplish in your children's lives? Do you want them to become good citizens? You want them to become well-adjusted human beings uh, as a believer, as a Christian. I'm coming from that perspective. I want them to love Jesus Christ even more than I do and trust him. That's my goal for them. Yeah. Um, in a church setting, what is our goal? Our goal is to capture the flag for Jesus Christ in our community. 
And I'm not talking about just this county. I'm talking about in an hour, two-hour radius. So that's our goal. Uh, if you're a business owner, what is your goal? Uh, is it just a net profit? It's got to be more than that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, if that's all you're going by is how much money I'm going to have in the bank by the end of the year, that's a very, very weak goal. It may motivate you temporarily, but it's not going to give you the motivation to keep going and keep going and keep going. Yeah. Uh, after that goal is met. Your goal should be something about making people's lives better. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. How can your business, your work, make people's lives better? Okay? Uh, or you work in an office setting. You work with somebody else. What is your goal? Why are you doing what you're doing? Mm-hmm. And it's much more than just, I'm just going for a paycheck. I call in Monday morning, I clock out Friday afternoon, and I'm out of here. Okay? understand that it's all right to work for somebody else you're not the boss that's okay but what is your goal yeah what what are you trying to accomplish are you trying to do something else in your life mm-hmm. okay how does that frame once you do that then then you realize how much time you actually have mm-hmm. and, and sometime back i think we did a an episode on this called halftime is that right did we yeah we that? talked about like the halftime in your life when you go from i think I can't remember the exact phases, but you go from a certain point to actually like producing. Oh yeah, hang oh, on, yeah. I'm gonna look that episode up so we can link to it in the description. But I remember exactly what you're talking about. You're yeah. talking about at that half point in your life, you go from just surviving uh, to to like you said, just just you're you're producing now. You're making other people's yeah. lives better as well. Success, significance, and greatness. I think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. That's uh, episode eighty four. That's right. We'll link to that in the description. But the first half of your life, you're spending. Uh, your time, you know, building yourself, you're, you're investing in yourself, uh, learning skills, uh, you know, laying down the foundation uh, for the vision that you have for your life. And and sometimes it takes a while to craft that vision. It may not happen in a month. It may take a year, two years. That's okay. For me, it took uh, three, four months to craft the vision that I have for my life. Yeah, I feel like God has for my life. And then the halftime hits sometime in your mid-40s. And then that's where you shift gears, where it's no longer just working towards building a foundation. Now you're talking about, you know, making, uh, you know, uh, it's not just about success, it's about significance. Right, right. Right. How are you um, doing things that are improving people's lives? And then there's greatness. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully by your early 50s, you are in full gear, in in high gear. You're you're moving forward. Mm -hmm. So... Maybe you are at that stage today where you feel like, well, I'm already in my 40s. <laughs> hmm. Half time is over for me. Not really. Yeah. You may have to reassess your past and then still come up with what's your vision. Mm. Okay. You may have to re-examine, okay, take the time and sift through those 40 some years to see what have been foundational in your life and then where can you go from here? So there's nothing wasted. What if you're 60 years old? Doesn't matter. Then you have to kind of go back and see what did you do until your halftime in your 40s? And then how have you built yourself towards um, significance? And then what can you do in the time that's remaining? Yeah. 20, 30 years, whatever. Mm. So there's no wasted time. I think that's that's a mindset that you've instilled in us. I know me for sure. I think I can speak for all of us, but there's this... There's just this, not nagging voice, but there's always this constant reminder that we have one life. Mm -hmm. Like, we only get one. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to die one day. It's going to happen. And at the end of my life, I don't want to look back and say, I wish I'd done more with the time. Because the time has been given to us. Right. It's not time that we've earned or it's not time that we've uh, somehow manifested for ourselves. It was given to us for a certain right. amount of time. You have to redeem it. Yeah. You know, that's what Paul says in Ephesians 5, 15, 16. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time. Mm-hmm. So God gives you a certain amount of time. You don't know how much it is. Yeah. Only he knows if I have 50 years left or 80 years left or 30 years left. I don't know. I have to redeem it. I just love how you're you're talking about, you know, redeeming the time and thinking about, even though we don't necessarily know how much time we necessarily have left, we're still setting big goals as though we have a ton of time left, but we're trying to achieve these little goals as though... There's very little time, you know, you know, like mm-hmm. we're, we're constantly trying to work forward and strive to achieve as much as we can with the time that we have left because we don't know right. what that's going to look like. That's right. You know, that's right. thinking about time, thinking about us trying to make sure that every you know moment is spent wisely. Is there ever a time that you should like schedule free time or recreational time or personal time? Yeah, of course. You know, the Bible talks about God instituting the Sabbath that one day of the week that you take the time to rest your bodies, to reconnect with people, and to refocus on Him. And so, yeah, we need that time. And I, and our time, of course, working in ministry and church setting, is not the weekend. Right. We, right. Don't, we cannot do that on Saturday or Sunday. Maybe a little bit Saturday, but not uh, at least not for me. Right. So Monday becomes the day for me to sort of take it a little bit easier. I'll still read and I'll still research, you know, but it's, it's relaxing for me. You're sort of like the anti-Garfield in that way. Anti-Garfield, You, you yeah. love Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> the anti-Garfield. Yeah. You also yeah. spend time with response. mom on mm-hmm. yeah. Mondays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Nicole and I go away and we have like our date on Monday and, you know, we go eat lunch somewhere. Mm-hmm. Last week, I think we went to Olive Garden that we did too. Me and Ellie oh, did really? too. Yeah. Went to Olive Garden in, in Wake Forest. And yeah. We just had a good... I crashed y'all's date. You did? At the, at the uh, food court in Triangle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he. It was so forgettable, bud. That yeah, he... that's okay. <laughs> food court in Triangle. I don't even remember. For Tickners. The... Not Triangle. It crab was uh, Crab Tree. Crab Tree. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm thinking of the Triangle. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we had a little kid. A little with us. Kid. <laughs> Tag along. I'm Tag here on. too. <laughs> it's fun to be included. Well. So here's a question. So like we, you know, you you have your free time, you schedule your free time. So what is considered a waste of time? Because mm. I think that everyone has a different opinion. So right. I might think that something that someone else enjoys is a waste of time. Someone might think that like going to the gym is a waste of time. Some right. people might think that Playing video games is a waste of time. Mm-hmm. But for some people, I mean, what what is a waste of time? That's, that's a, what do y'all think? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I think that if it's an activity that you're able to do that helps in some way refresh and recharge your brain and your spirit, then it's not a waste of time. That's something that can be relax- relaxing for you and enjoyable for you. Mm-hmm. Um, like for me, I don't like video games. So if someone told me that I had to play them, I would consider that a waste of time. Yeah. But that's just me personally because I don't get anything from it. Um, but if I'm able to spend some time reading a book, that's a really, I I love historical fiction. So if I'm able to sit down and spend an hour reading historical fiction, that for me is going to be very recharging, um, to my system and to my brain. Also feel like 
with certain activities is how much time do you spend? Because I can, pl- mm-hmm. I love to play video games. I don't play them as often as you know I used to, but I do like to play. And if I spend maybe an hour on Monday, okay, we're fine. But if I spend like all day Monday, then the next like all day Tuesday, all day that's starting that's you know getting into a waste of time. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's getting bad when I think you, it's becoming a waste of time when your priorities are not getting done. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm like if I'm playing video games but my bills ain't paid, you know, the Gosh. lights are cut lights yeah. are getting cut off, we ain't got <laughs> no hot water. Yeah, play video games, games and the lights are off. Yeah, you got you you get starting to get a problem. That's a problem. Yeah. I, I think you need to look at your not only the time spent on that activity but your goal in that activity. If your if your goal is to like I I just want to, you know, just kind of rest a little bit just kind of do this fun thing and maybe maybe you you play video games with someone else or you go shopping with someone else or whatever that activity is for you on social media right or or spend time (laughs) on social media um just just you got to be real careful with how much you allot to that activity and if that becomes your priority right then, then you're starting to get into areas where you're you're working against yourself it becomes a waste of time yeah. i think i would add why are you doing what you're doing why are you playing the video games Oh, just I, I work my tail off. I'm just kind of just want to do something that's called kind of mindless. Mm-hmm. Uh, why are you reading? Um, just you know, I, I read all the time for for Bible studies or for a class. So this is my time just to read something that is unrelated. Why are you on social media? Oh, I haven't been on there that long, uh, but you know, this gives me a chance to kind of you know go wish people happy birthday, happy anniversary, like prayer, whatever. Okay, great. But if you are on any of these activities because you're avoiding a priority, yeah. I call that a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Because what you're really doing, and sometimes that happens where you'll come back to social media 15 times in 45 minutes. Why are you going back on it? Why do you keep opening that app? Yeah. Why? Because I don't want to do what I got to yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, but you're not going to say I'm, it's because I'm avoiding that. No, yeah. it's, it's sometimes it's so subconscious. Mm-hmm. So you are doing it not knowing why am I going back here? Why am I on Instagram or Snapchat or TikTok or whatever it is? Why do I keep going back there instead of, because I was there just two minutes ago or I was there three minutes ago. Why am I back on it again? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, because there's, and what you'll find is there's a task that has to be done, which is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's going to be taxing. It's going to stretch you. You're going to have to sit on it and, and commit yourself for the next two hours to finish it. Oh, that's why you're doing this. So yeah. you'll find it. You'll find the priority that you were looking for. Yeah. Or that you were not looking yeah, for. Yeah, you were not mm. looking for. <laughs> One thing that I found particularly frustrating to me with social media in particular is the notifications that show up on that little app screen. I oh, can't I can stand s- it, right? I can solve the problem. So How do you do the, that? Yeah, by turning them off. That was Turn off your notifications. When yeah. I turned off notifications, that was the biggest lifesaver for, mm-hmm. for social media use. Yeah. yeah. And if and if somebody's upset about this, sometimes people will get upset with me. They're like, hey, I posted something. You didn't say anything about it. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'll do it. And the thing is, I, I, I feel like it's not that significant. Mm-hmm. For me to be, I mean, there's no way you can keep up with everybody's post on social media. Yeah. It's yeah. impossible. Yep. What time of the day are you doing that? <laughs> Sometimes I've seen things in my newsfeed from like three days ago. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't understand why. Yeah. 
tell me like, should I like this now? It's already over. Yeah. Right. You know, you know what's been helping me these past few days? Uh, really, I'd say these past few weeks since we really got serious about our Google Calendar is I turned off. I've, I've had notifications from Facebook turned off for a while, like Facebook, YouTube, Reddit. I turned them off. But having notifications pop up from like the Google Calendar or from like I have an app that helps me with like my intermittent fasting and like water and intake and stuff like that having those things come up i know it sounds silly but just seeing the seeing the notification pop up for stuff that's beneficial it, it still gives me that little that little hit oh yeah like i'm like oh this is this is cool oh, oh, wow i want to go drink a bottle of water now where <laughs> i didn't earlier yeah yeah it's yeah. funny because I, I have the same thing where i get notifications from like the calendar and stuff so i'll be doing something that might not be as important and then i'll hear in my ear like i normally have airpods in when i'm working from Siri, hey, you have this coming up. And it's like, why are you talking to me, Siri? Don't yeah. tell me about that. You yeah. know I don't want to do that. Yep. Yep. Man, guys, I love this episode so, so much because it, it's something that's so helpful no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, whether it's ministry, whether it's you know the corporate world, whether it's you're working for somebody else in a small business even, or even just in your own personal life. Managing your time well is so important. And just like you said, Dr. Shaw, we've got to redeem the time, make the best use of the time that God has been give, that God has given to us so we can use it for his kingdom, for his glory, and uh, to be the best stewards that we can be. If you guys have any questions about time management or strategies that we use, you want to learn more about some of the resources that are available, send us an email to carpamanana at clearviewbc.org. We love hearing from you guys. Love knowing what you're what you're doing in the realm of time management. And make sure you tune in, same station, same time next week, and subscribe to our podcast if you're not already. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time on Carpe Manana.